Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. I pray that you're having a great day so far. Today we are going to study Luke chapter 6, verses 20 to 26. The blessings and the woes. We hear in the gospel, Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you, on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day and leap for joy, for surely reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you will have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, in Luke's version of the Beatitudes that we focus on here, we see the difference between being blessed and then the word woe. When we talk about blessings, naturally, that's a very positive thing. We want to be blessed. We thank God for all that we have. And yet Jesus uses examples of people who are blessed in some less than favorable situations. I don't know that I want to be hungry. I don't know that I enjoy when I'm poor. I don't necessarily get excited about weeping. And yet Jesus is using these examples to show that while we feel those ways that may be less than desirable, the opposite takes place for us. When we are poor, there we experience the kingdom of God. In other words, Jesus is constantly giving hope. For in Jesus, we find all our hope in him. He uses these examples to illustrate a point that sometimes when we are immersed in a particular situation, friends, all we see around us is darkness or the doom and gloom of where we find ourselves, again, in a less than desirable place. And yet God wants to remind us that we are not going to stay in that place forever. We might suggest that these are moments of despair. And the way we get out of despair is to bring hope. When somebody is struggling with mental health, what is one of the things we want to do for them? We want to bring them hope. Well, my boyfriend just dumped me. Why should I go on with my life? Okay, that, that's a difficult situation, but there's hope. You're going to find someone else. Let's work through this. Let's deal with the grief that's attached. I just lost my loved one. What's the point of living? Well, I didn't get the job I deserved. I think I'm just going to quit. These are just some examples, friends, of when we find ourselves poor in spirit, times in which life gets the best of us. 
And friends, if that's where you find yourself now, just be where you are. It's not sinful to be angry about those situations. It's not sinful to be aggravated or disappointed by such situations. God knows exactly how we feel. He knows exactly where we are. And yet he brings hope to us in those times in which we are poor. Poverty is not just about material wealth, friends. It's where we find ourselves, especially when we are poor in spirit. And this doesn't necessarily mean that we need to be diagnosed with mental health issues. It might just be the experience I have today. It might be the experience I've had for the last few weeks. Or I may have had this experience for a long period of time. But as Jesus says, blessed are you, for the kingdom of God is yours. In other words, God hasn't forgotten us. It isn't all doom and gloom. The light of Christ is there. It's just at times a challenge for us to identify God's presence in those moments. Blessed are those who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Hunger takes on many different possibilities. We talk about hungering for food, a thirst for justice, hungering to be understood, to be listened to, to be loved. These are just, again, some examples of what it means to be hungry. And yet Jesus promises that we are going to be filled. Filled by God's love and please God by his will, filled by those around us. For those of us that are starving and hungry right now, God hears your prayers, friends. Don't be discouraged. Continue to make your needs known before God. And then we need to open our hearts to receive that filled nature that God wishes to give to us in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. How many of us are crying, struggling with grief, crying to be understood, to be loved, to be appreciated, or crying because we're hurt in some way? Jesus says that you will laugh. Father, I don't feel like laughing right now. You don't know what I'm going through. You're right, only God knows what you're going through. Sometimes, as the phrase says, if you don't laugh, you cry. But it's important for us to realize that it's okay to weep. At times, it's okay to be sorrowful. Sometimes the burdens we're carrying, friends, are significant, especially as we're dealing through the waves of grief. And by the way, grief isn't just about the loss of a loved one or someone we value. We could experience grief in a lost relationship or a broken relationship. We can experience grief when we've been betrayed by someone, when we've been let down by others. Grief can take many forms, friends. And yet, even through our most powerful and painful moments of our life, even when emotions get the best of us, God wishes to bring us hope. God wishes to give us a sense of tomorrow a reminder that this too shall pass. Friends, if you find yourself right now at the point of despair, do not be afraid. God is with you. God is listening to your prayer. 
It may seem that he's not. But in God's time, if God brings you to something, he will see you through it. Seek God's help. Seek the help of professionals, perhaps. Seek the help of a family member or friend that you trust. Go to your parish priest. Ask him to help you. Ask him to pray with you. Don't ever despair. God is with you. He loves you. He's with you. He's helping you as we carry our crosses with God each day. Like Simon of Cyrene, who was asked to carry the cross with Jesus, Jesus carries our daily cross with us too. He invites us to understanding that as these dark clouds will pass, the light of Christ dawns on a new day. Rejoice and leap for joy, for your reward will be great in heaven. Even at times when we are ridiculed for being a follower of Jesus, it may impact us to the point of our desire to step away from mass attendance each week, to stop praying each day, devotions of the rosary, the divine mercy chaplet, or perhaps other prayers that you might love to say. We should never stop praying at multiple points during the day, before meals, before bedtime, when we wake up. Prayers of thanksgiving. Each of these are opportunities of dialoguing with God in a very real and powerful way, friends, to help us to rejoice that God is close to those who call upon him. But then he also raises woes. And sometimes we can also relate to this too. For those of us right now that are on top of the world, nothing could be better. It's the best day of my life. God is amazing. Well, sometimes, friends, we can hit rock bottom or come crashing down. And if we're not ready for those moments to come, then we may find them extremely overwhelming. They may overpower us. They may cripple us. And God wants us to be ready for those moments too. Not that he wants anything negative to happen to us. But as, as much as we say life is short, life is also long. And so we ride the waves of great days, difficult days, and days that are just blasé or blah. No matter where we find ourselves, God is with us there. And it's only sometimes where we experience things ourselves, friends, do we realize the need to be compassionate. For many of us, we may not understand death until death touches our own family unit. Then it forces us to be more compassionate towards others. We may not be so compassionate to those who are homeless or struggling to pay their bills until perhaps that day where we get our pink slip and we may find ourselves unemployed due to corporate downsizing or economic turmoil. Friends, it's important for us that we realize that we should not just have to go through the experience ourselves to be compassionate, but rather in teachings such as this that Jesus leaves us, we should learn to be more compassionate, to seek ways to help. And when we find ourselves in these difficult situations, not to be too proud to ask for help, first from God and then from others too. And so friends, my prayers for each of us that we see this passage as an opportunity of hope. 
God is with you, my brother and sister. Never forget that. I see it at the end of every single episode that we are to remember that God loves us and he can never be outdone in generosity. And so whether we find us identifying more with the statements of blessing or perhaps the woes, may we realize that God holds us in the palm of his hand. Let us pray. God, we thank you for being with us every moment of our life. In this beautiful passage from Luke's gospel, we know this to be true. May those of us who are at the point of despair trust in you, find hope in you, place our trust in you. Help us to be instruments of hope for others too, that they may experience the light of Christ, that we may be your hands and feet. Give us the words of the Holy Spirit to bring these blessings to the minds of our brothers and sisters and help us to open our hearts when we need to hear those words ourselves too. Lord, thank you for all that you do for us, for you are a God who is loving, compassionate, forgiving, and merciful. Lord, help us to be more like you. Amen. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.